Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Chats with Shultry. I hope you're safe and well. It's a glorious sunny day here in Surrey today. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Sami Svanbeck, who is the founder and CEO of the Solubility Company. And today we are looking at the challenges researchers and formulators face around solubility when developing drugs. So, Sami, lovely to see you. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. A uh, lovely sunny day in Helsinki also. How are oh, you? Fan- I'm very, very well. And I love the greenery behind you with the ivy growing on your shelf and everything. It's a very impressive display. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's real. And, Excellent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Good>. Excellent. <laughs> we spend quite a lot of uh, time in the, in the office, so we like to have it nice. No, it looks good. Uh, so you just mentioned you're calling in from Helsinki. So the first thing I want to do before we start talking about solubility is to give viewers a bit of a background on yourself and also the business. So could you do that for me? Yeah, sure. So um, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm the CEO and co-founder of the Solubility Company and also one of the main um, in- inventors of the spa technology that our services are based on. So uh, yeah, my, my story and the company story are really, let's say, quite entangled. So sure, uh, it, it all started... Um, with a discussion between me and, and my professor during my studies at the University of Helsinki, uh, we had this idea that, you know, we can image uh, dissolution processes. Can we also quantify it? And this was the hypothesis and, and we went on uh, studying that. Uh, had really, let's say, a couple of breakthroughs. Uh, first one was um, we found out how to technically do it. So the physical device, how to trap particles, individual particles and image them in a, in a flow. And the second uh, breakthrough uh, was really, we figured out how to quantify that image data, particle dissolution data and get out the solubility from those measurements. So yeah, that, that, that was really, that was my PhD. And then we were, testing with um, pharmaceutical companies, had some great feedback and, and decided then in February 2018 to, to spin out the company and, and provide this measurement as a service. Fantastic. Well, it's amazing how many businesses, particularly in pharma and life science, start out with someone doing their PhD on a particular topic and that leads to them starting becoming a startup and doing their own business out of it. So really fantastic. Well, lovely uh, to meet you and thank you for that background. So let's talk about solubility. Why is solubility so important in drug development? Good, good question. It's really, yeah, first of all, 90%, roughly, they say 90% of the NC, so uh, new chemical entities, drugs being developed in the pipeline have, have issues with solubility. So they are poorly soluble. And that's really an issue because, uh, as we know, if a drug doesn't dissolve, it will never reach uh, the point of activity where it should have activity in the body, it will never be effective. So first it, need to, it needs to dissolve then it can have an effect in the body. So that's, right. let's say, the first, um, first importance. And, but, and then, of course, everything with processes, it affects your um, in vitro result outcomes, what the concentration is there. It results your synthesis um, yield outcomes. It, it, it uh, affects your decision-making on formulations, 
so really throughout the whole preclinical uh, drug development, solubility is a critical piece of information. Right. So currently then, how do researchers study the solubility of new chemical entities and APIs? You know, how do they do that at the moment? Yeah, so there are really, let's say, three main ways to do it. Uh, we have the in silico models, so the computer models. When we don't have compound yet, we can model and have an estimate of the solubility of the molecule we, we intend to synthesize. Uh, and then we have a kinetic solubility, it's called. Uh, this we can do at the early stage from very small sample amounts, but it's really a precipitation method. So we measure the precipitation tendency and then relate that to solubility. And it's, let's say, a rough rough estimate we can get, but from small amounts of compounds still. Right. And then we have the gold standard method, the so-called shake flask method in different variations, of course, and different protocols, but and that we can do later stage when we have enough compound, enough solid to make those uh, uh, qualitative measurements. So there we get the actual, uh, qu uh, sorry, quantitative values, the real, real solubility values at that stage. So what are the inherent problems though with those current or established methods that you just talked about and how does that influence uh, the people's research programs that they do? Yeah, so, so the trade-off is really between um, quality of data and quantity of the uh, substance that we need to generate that data. So the in silico models, the predictive models and kinetic solubility, these are um, estimates. Uh, we get a rough estimate of where we are in the solubility. And uh, also another drawback of this is that they disregard the solid form. Right. So we don't know actually what are we measuring. Is it amorphous solubility? Is it a polymorph or another solid state? We don't know. And then the, on the other side, we have the gold standard method, which needs a lot of compound. We cannot do that at an early stage. So that's really the trade-off there. Right. So is there a better way to do this then so you can avoid some of these issues and get researchers the information earlier in the project? Yes, <laughs> that, that's, that's us. That's the single particle analysis technology, our uh, patented technology. Uh, we work on sample amounts of roughly 100 micrograms or less. Right. That's really, you, you can basically not see it with your eyes. Uh, customers ship us one milligram of sample, we can do 10 solvent measurements, 10 solubility values on that one milligram of uh, compound, which means that you can have this data much earlier, as early as possible in the, in the development process. And we have also proven, validated the method against the gold standard shake flask and we get um, equivalent data with that gold standard method. So, so how does that technology work? Uh, it's imaging based. Uh, we have a flow cell where we put that 100 micrograms or less of powders, unprocessed uh, powders. So that's what you get from your um, synthesis processes. Uh, we put that in the flow cell and image it's under a microscope, custom microscope. We image the particles as they dissolve in a selected solvent and selected temperature. And then we follow each individual particle as a function of time, 
get out, what we get out really is the size and shape change during the dissolution process. And then we have software that uh, converts that into dissolution rate and solubility. And that's... Uh, right, okay. So, so you said uh, you launched a company in 2018, so it's been going for about three years. So what's the uh, feedback been from the industry to what you're doing? You know, in terms of, you know, if you always had these traditional methods you just mentioned earlier. So what's the feedback been uh, in the marketplace? Uh, very positive. So those we work with, of course, we are a new technology and it's, it's uh, we do this, it's kind of a paradigm shift in thinking how we do it and how traditionally it has been done. So right. traditionally it's based on chemistry. Our method is based on physics. So the particles, the physical particles not the chemistry of the molecules. So that's, uh, let's say it requires some um, education from our side uh, to have our customers understand how we do it. Uh, but then after that, the when we get into collaborating, the feedback is really have been positive. They get the data much earlier than with other technologies. And uh, yeah, uh, one client just said to us, few weeks ago when we were discussing that yeah she just thought that it's really too good to be true <laughs> it's always good when people say things like that so yeah. um now this is you you mentioned though that the samples have to be sent to you in helsinki so yes. is that a drawback in terms of dealing with clients globally because obviously a lot of people when they do testings they will use uh, a, a site closer to home in terms of doing the tests for their samples rather than having to send it. So is that a drawback or have you found it to be a drawback in terms of working with clients? Uh, not really. It, it's also, yeah, we are based in Helsinki, Finland. That's our only lab currently. That's where we operate from. And yes, we have this question quite often, but really I would say the world is small today. Even during the Corona time, um, samples arrived to us from anywhere in the world. Uh, in two to three days with careers, standard careers. So we have, for example, one customer in, in um, East Coast US, they send a sample on Friday, it arrives to us on Monday, we measure and report on Monday. So yeah, the world is surprisingly small. Fantastic. And, and have you found though with the technology that you're looking at specific areas in terms of solubility and drug development? And also, I suppose the follow-up question that is, how do you see the technology developing in terms of other applications? Yeah, so, so that's the work we are constantly doing for the past seven years. First was the technological breakthrough and now it's the application side. So yes, it's all from medchem groups where we have the organic solvents for synthesis. We need to know early solubility value to have for our PK models, for example. And then moving on, we have process solvents, we have a, a more formulation related, uh, animal study related to have those uh, required concentrations in some, in some early formulations. So it's really all of that. And of course, the basic aqueous buffer, uh, where will it dissolve in the human body? How much will it dissolve? What, what do we need to do next to have it dissolve and have the required solubility? So, um, applications are what we are working on, amorphous solubility, salt solubility, polymorphs, uh, co-crystals, all of that we have uh, published uh, peer-reviewed papers on. And currently, actually, I'm happy to tell you about our recent breakthrough. Uh, after three years of 
plenty, plenty of research and development, we have also been now able to measure the intrinsic dissolution rate. That's another intrinsic property of drugs. And that's um, something we are really happy and proud of and that we will roll out in the next few months as a added service. Well, as a layperson, why is that important to be able to measure the intrinsic dissolution rate? Uh, yeah, so solubility is a dynamic, it's an equilibrium. Um, it's kind of um, where we are, what, what's the maximum concentration we can achieve? And then the dissolution rate, so the intrinsic dissolution rate there, that's the kinetic. How fast will we achieve that equilibrium? Right, okay. And, and then, of course, it depends on the, on the transit times in the body, um, where we want it to be released and so on. If, if we are playing with the kinetic, or if we are playing with the dynamic equilibrium. So it, it's kind of complementary values. Right, okay. And, and what, what do you see the future for this technology? I mean, we've talked about some of the applications, but how do you see the technology developing further forward? Uh, the more applications, and then, yeah, what we are really working on also is to have the uh, high throughput. So... Currently, we are medium throughput. It's good enough for now, but uh, of course, the real aim is to have a high throughput, uh, let's say, more automated uh, uh, technology. So, yeah, Fantastic. just to do more. And, and I see, because it's a unique technology also, the amount of data that we can produce, uh, I think will really shift the way that also we can use that data for models and everything going forward. Brilliant. Well, that's been really interesting, Sammy. Thank you very much for sharing uh, the technology with me and also some of the challenges people have faced. I, you know, I always say to people, when I love doing these interviews, but I learn something new every time I do them. So thank you yeah. very much for sharing it. So if you want to get to know more about the technology and you mentioned, obviously, white papers that you've done and so on and other peer reviewed articles, where can they get more information about what you do? Uh, you can go to our web pages. There we have the white papers, also linked to the peer-reviewed articles. Um, we'll be joining trade shows later this year also, hopefully physically, presentially, <laughs> if the situation allows, but at least at the Farmside 316 in um, Philadelphia, October, we'll right. be there. If the possible. APS event, right, okay. Cool. Yeah, at least we will have some posters with, uh, uh, with collaborators there. And of course, you can reach us directly also by email. So. Brilliant. All right. Well, Samuel, well, thank you very much for that. That's been really, really interesting. So, viewers, there you go. We've had a quick overview of the importance of solubility, some technology used, and also some new technology out there which you can use to help you measure sol solubility. So, if you want to know more, more please check out the links. The, they will be above the video, both to the website and to the white papers, and also, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Pharma 360. I always forget what to call it because they keep rebranding it. But yeah. <laughs> that is another event. So check out the website. And you can also leave any questions for Sammy about salubility or anything else he's talking about the technology below the video. And also get in touch via LinkedIn as well. Sammy is on LinkedIn as well. So all this to say, Sammy, thank you once again for talking to me. Next time, hopefully, when we do this, I'll expect to see your wall covered completely in green with the army <laughs> taking over. So but thank you very much. It's lovely to meet okay. you. Thank you so much, Rizvan. Thank you.
And thank you all for watching. As always, I hope you found that useful and safe. If you've got any questions, please leave them below the video and check out the link above the video and uh, have a look at those white papers and learn more about the technology. Until next time, as always, stay well and stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.